Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy so you can know better and do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're excited excited. about the show. Yeah, me too. So today, on today's show, we're discussing how to check your own behavior and make sure that you aren't the problem. I love this, Kim, because you know what? We're 50% of every single one of our relationships, but it's so easy, so much easier to lay that blame and shame game and cast that other person as the villain. Oh, you know, Nicole, I saw this comic the other day. And it it was showing people that want to change in the library looking for help. But 99 of them were in the how to change other people section. And there was only one guy over in the self-help trying to change himself. And I think all of us would rather see the see somebody else as the problem. It, it, it It's too scary. It's too painful to think it might be me. Yeah, I think I think the big piece here is that ultimately we've got to choose and, and take control of what it is that we actually have control over. And wishing for other people to change is actually a really fruitless, powerless exercise, isn't it? Because we don't have the power to change it. But what you do have, the number one thing that you have responsibility over is you, watching your behavior, watching your state, making sure it's balanced, that you're strong, mature, wise and loving, and that you're the best that you can be. Yeah, that it literally is the only thing you have any control over. And we've found with 30 combined years of, of working with people and couples and relationships that were struggling, that the biggest, fastest thing you could do to change any relationship is to work on yourself. Yeah. Get your self-esteem up. Yeah, I think that's a big piece of it, isn't it, is self-esteem because we're all responsible for how it is that we feel and how it is that we feel directly relates to how it is that we are with other people. So we've really got to, got to do this work. Thing is that the very fear that's causing that problem, that fear that you're not good enough, which we call the fear of failure, and we talk a lot about it on the show, but that fear is the very reason why it's so painful for us to look at our own faults and and our own bad behavior because we're already so scared we're not good enough that we're just we we feel like that's going to add to it and it's just going to crush us yeah. and and we found you and I both that anybody who's really struggling with a lot of that fear usually blames other people as a subconscious technique to feel better yeah and along with this with this blame is we also place that responsibility for other people to make us happy. And I think this is something that I'd like to bring into this show, Kim, is that we really are responsible for our own happiness. So this is actually our work to do. And if you are listening to this show today and you're saying, you know what, this is where I'm sitting in my life, but I don't know where to get started. We're going to have some great stuff for you today. Well, let's expand on that just a little bit. So it, it happens, we find in almost every relationship that on some level, if you don't feel good about yourself, you are going to blame that on the other person in the relationship. You're, you're going to subconsciously believe it's their job to make you feel better. And if you're not feeling good about yourself or you're not happy, it must be there that they are letting you down. And I want everybody to just do a little self-check. Actually, we're going to be doing a lot of self-checks today because that's kind of the theme of the show. But a a little self-check, is there any level to which you are making your spouse or whoever you're in a relationship with responsible for your happiness or your self-esteem? It's so easy to do. It's like a piece of two by four straight between the eyebrows, isn't it? Because a lot of us don't realize that we're actually doing this. We spend so much time in criticism and projection and, and that, you know, keeping score in our, in our relationships that, that that's actually the behavior that, that comes from this giving responsibility for happiness to everyone else. So maybe you're, you're actually not conscious you're doing it. 
Oh, absolutely. It happens so subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nicole, last night you and I were at a, a social gathering and I had our, our 12 shapes book out and I was showing one of the people at this party, the picture of the little square, maybe it was the cross shape. And, and I pointed out, and I don't know if our listeners have noticed this, but every one of our shapes has two sides, a lighter side and a darker side. And we did that intentionally because the truth is all of us have two states that we function in every moment of every day. We're, we're either functioning in a balanced state where we're at our best or we're in an unbalanced state where we behave badly. And all of us have bad behavior. We just have different bad behaviors than other people. And the, the hard, cold truth for all of us is you have an unbalanced state. And it's really your job to figure out what that looks like so that you can work on that stuff. And I think that's one of the, the my most favorite parts of the 12 shapes is it, it actually is going to make this working on yourself easy. Now, this, this same topic came up in the Inner Circle call this week, Kim, and I want to just bring attention to that. So Inner Circle is our group coaching where we actually work with people every single week on this 12 shapes, and this stuff came up. And the reason that it came up is that ultimately it is your job because of the brilliance and the simplicity of the 12-shape relationship system, your job, if you want to be the happiest that you can be, is to actually study that Um, either in the book or on our website, the PDF of your shape. So if you don't know what your shape is, go to 12shapes.com, take our little quiz, uh, the assessment there, it takes five minutes, and then study that PDF that shows you what your shape is. The more familiar you are with your unbalanced state and your balanced state, the more likely you are to be less of the problem in your relationship because you're going to know what your triggers are. You're going to know how it is that you respond when you are triggered and you'll be so quick quick to be able to feel and identify with that, that you'll then be able to take responsibility and not let that bad behavior affect others. Absolutely. Nicole, we hear from people all the time that what they love about our coaching programs, what we, we teach is we actually make being your best easy. And it's easy because there's only two options. Every moment of every day, you're in a balanced state or an unbalanced state. And what you get to work on is becoming aware, like Nicole was just explaining, coming aware of when you're in unbalanced and learning how to get from an unbalanced state into a balanced state where you can be better and behave at your best. That is your number one job. That's my job and Nicole's job. And and let me tell you, we... We are coaching each other on this every day because this is a lifelong practice that we're all going to be in to being aware of our unbalanced state, learning how to get out of it. Now, something you said there, Kim, I think is really important is that if you're working on this, people around you are far more forgiving. So if I'm working on my unbalanced state, I'm working on my balanced state, I'm really trying, people are more likely to put up with all of my carrying on like a pork chop of my unbalanced state because they know, you know what, she's really trying to work on that. Because a lot of us, unfortunately, we blame relationships when we, we separate from people, when things don't work out or where things are really hard and they've been hard for a long time. And we say, you know what, they just don't love me anymore. Well, you know what, the reality is, is there's not a lot of time that people will be unconditionally loving you, even if they're your spouse, to put up with all of your carrying on like a pork chop. Now, for some of it, it's constant defensiveness, yelling, immature behavior, fearful, drama. I mean, all that stuff happens because you are not in your balanced state. And it takes a, a special kind of love to put up with that ongoing if you're not working on that. Absolutely. So, Nicole, this morning I loaded on our 12 Shapes Dot com website, another new worksheet. And it's the Are You the Problem worksheet. And this is a chance for all of us to go through and, and just get to look at some different bad behaviors and figure out which ones might, if we're honest with ourselves, show up in us. Now, before anybody goes to do that, I I want to talk for a minute about, about how to lessen the fear of failure in this experience. We've found in coaching, 
uh, it's hard to even help somebody work through what their bad behavior is if we haven't first talked to them and taught them how to get out of that fear of failure a bit. So I want to just say we've done whole shows on this topic, but the number one thing that you can work on to, to shrink that fear of not being good enough is to change the way you determine the value of all human beings. And right now, you believe human value can change and some people are better or have more value than other people. And we have found that it's just absolutely magic if you will change your policy on that and decide that all human beings have the same value and that that value can't change no matter what you do, no matter what mistakes you've been making, no matter what your unbalanced state looks like, you still have the same exact intrinsic value as every other person on the planet. If you will really remember that, it will be less painful for you to be able to step back and look at what some of those bad behaviors are and ask yourself, is this showing up for me? So this is something that we really are passionate about. It's the whole core of the 12-shape relationship system. And people say to us all the time, why shapes? Why did you choose shapes? Because there, there are... Uh, there is no person on the planet that can say that an octagon has more value than a square. We chose shapes because they're just all there and their values never in question. And this is the whole point in the 12 shape system is that your worth is not on the line, but your behavior is something that you can improve and you can constantly be in a place where you're being more and more accountable for what's uniquely um, specific to you in a balanced and unbalanced state. And it really can be the magic to healing and strengthening every relationship in your life. Nicole, I'm so glad you said that because even last night I had somebody ask me, okay, but which shape is better? And, and it is so in our programming to see some people as better and worse. We're just, we have learned that system our whole life. And so we keep having to remind people all the time, all those shapes they're all the same. They're the same in value, but they look very different. They're different, but the same in value. And so I, I think we can't talk about that enough because people get get a little worried that we're labeling, we're putting you in this box or that box. And, and that's really not what 12 Shapes is about. It's about loving and accepting yourself for who you are and loving other people for who they are and not having comparison show up in that. This is, this is a big ask, though, because we grow up in a world where there's a certain level of expectation, either projected by others or even just intrinsically motivated and driven for ourselves. that, you know what, you, get, get, um, you grow up and you get an education and then you get a good job and then you get a mortgage and you have the two and a half kids and the dog and the cat, and that's considered happiness or success. Whereas, Kim, you and I have a completely different perspective on that and that truly we're actually here on the planet to low and grow, learn and grow. And this process is actually about becoming the best versions of ourselves. So looking left and right and comparing what suburb I live in compared to what suburb you live in and, you know, how many letters are after our names and, you know, what is it that we do on the weekend and how many ski trips have you been on this weekend? That's this year. This is not the point. And to truly feel good about yourself, we've actually got to reclaim what it is that we believe life is about, that everything is in your life because it's an opportunity for you to learn, for you to get to the place wherever it is that you are meant to be going, not according to this big uh, belief, this subconscious, it's almost like this energy, Kim, that we've all bought into. Oh, it is. And it just drives every minute of every day. We're comparing, we're measuring ourselves against other people. So guys, we've got to stop that. We've got to choose consciously to see every human being as having the same value. And the more that you practice this and you apply it to yourself and everybody you come in contact with, the more bulletproof you become. And then you you can handle looking at your unbalanced state at your faults and weaknesses and the stuff that you need to work on. So Nicole, before this first break, I want to run through some questions that our listeners could ask themselves. And I just want you to make a note if you think you might do some of these things. Now, these are all bad behaviors that show up in some of the shapes. So the first one is, do you gossip or find fault with other people? And I have to tell you, almost everybody does that. (laughs) 
So you might have to write that one down. Um, do you think sometimes you make conversations all about you? If somebody tells you their story, do you have an, a story to one up that? Or if they tell you how bad their day is, do you immediately want to tell them how bad your day was? Um, do you have a victim story? Do you tell it a lot and, and try to get sympathy love from that? Do you dominate conversations? Do you sometimes struggle to listen and hear the people in your life? Uh, and here's a big one. Do you give unsolicited advice because you think you're trying to help people, but is there any chance that you, you actually make them feel insulted? Uh, Nicole, do you want to hit a few of these? Yeah. Do you have controlling behavior? Or are you a person that, you know, you have a lot of personal relationships, but they never last? Another one, do you have a hard time forgiving and letting go and you bring up those past wrongs in current conflicts? I mean, we've all been victim of that at some point. Another one, do you see the glasses half empty and have a tendency to what goes wrong before seeing what's right? Um, and if you listed out all of your current problems and who was responsible for them being there, that list... Would it actually have your name on it or would you make everyone else responsible? Oh, that's a good one. Now, listen, we don't want to discourage you by having to look at this bad behavior. We want you to just look at it with some accuracy and clarity that this might be in your programming. But we also want you to know that no matter what bad behavior you battle, there is easy way to get out and change it. And coaching, we found, is the very best way but we, we understand that a lot of coaching can be expensive, which is why we started the, the Inner Circle group, Nicole. Yeah, so the Inner Circle is an opportunity for you to have live coaching with Kim and I every single week. It's unbelievable. It costs $29 per month. And you have access to us every single week. It's a Q&A format. It's an opportunity for you to anonymously receive feedback and really delve into the depths of the 12-shape relationship system so you can not only work out every relationship in your life and understand with clarity what's going on behaviorally, but more importantly, we give you the tools every single week to understand and see clearly what's going on in all of those relationships and, and give you the tools. So if you are wanting to join us, we'd love to have you. It's such a fun place to be and it will change your life. You can learn all about the inner circle at 12shapes.com. Hey, Nicole, we have to go to a break, but when we come back, everybody stay with us. We're going to talk about some specific bad behaviors and how to get out of them. And so you don't want to miss that. You're listening to Nicole and Kim on Relationship Radio. We'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy, and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at 12shapes.com. 
Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim here on Relationship Radio. Thanks for joining us. We are talking about bad behavior today. We all do it. It's easy to recognize in others, but our job is actually to see it in ourselves and work on it. So we're going to get back into this today. Let's talk about, Kim, the two specific bad behaviors that we see most. Now, we've got a combined 30 years of coaching experience, and this is the stuff that comes up in almost every marriage that we work with um, and any person who's really not happy in their life. Okay, so the first bad behavior we want to talk about is being too opinionated about everything. And and we're talking about um, a, a problem that you've got the cutest acronym for. And and I laughed my head off when I met you when, when we first met in India and you told me somebody was an EOE. And yep. I've never heard that. I was like, Nicole, what does that mean? What's an EOE? This was a, a, an actually a, a clinical thing that I, I did back in college when I was first starting my, my, my practice, that instead of having to write down all of the symptoms of somebody being opinionated and self-righteous and somebody who thought they were better than everyone else, I would just write EOE in the top right-hand corner and uh, of, of my clinical notes, and it means expert on everything. Now, we have all met one of these people who thinks they are the expert in everything and who will take any opportunity at any social gathering to get that soapbox out and jump on it or to start beating that drum. Now, the problem is it's really easy to recognize it in other people. It's harder to recognize that you have a tendency to do this. And, and in coaching, we have had to point this out to clients before that could you possibly see that you might be like that? They have had a hard time seeing it. So I want to mention some of the other tendencies that kind of lead to that behavior and, and see if you can recognize some of those in yourself. Are you someone that has a very clearly defined moral code? Do you see the world in black and white, right and wrong? And that there are rules and there's correct ways of living and doing things. And and you immediately recognize when something is not right. If, if you can t- see that in your behavior, there's a chance that you might be this kind of person. You might also be quick to judge others and have a tendency to be a little bit critical. Any others you would add, Nicole? Well, as you're saying that, Kim, I'm thinking of those people who feel like that and behave like that, they often feel very entitled to do that. And I'm thinking of those three shapes on the bottom of our 12-shape relationship system chart, which is the cross, the square, and the rectangle. And I will actually, I want to put the triangle in there as well, because they're often very opinionated. Now, people who have strong opinions have often feel that way for good reason, Kim. Either they've had a life experience or they're very uh, educated in the subject. They've taken the time to do the research, which means they feel totally justified to do it. So just talk for a minute, Kim, about how even if you feel it's right and you've got the data to prove so or you've got the life experience, it does. it's not always socially appropriate to go in there and, and actually make it about you and it can be problematic. It really can. And, and it's hard for folks who know they're right to not talk about that and let people know they're wrong. They, they honestly, to some degree, feel like it's their duty or, or that they're helping you by, by pointing out that you're wrong, that the problem is that when you make other people wrong all the time, that creates disconnection in the relationship. People begin to feel not safe with you. And there's a lot of other shapes who are real sensitive. They, they're fear of failure dominant people. And so when they're told they're wrong all the time, it's actually a pretty painful experience. And a lot of times they can't handle being in a relationship with you. And Nicole, I would add onto those shapes you mentioned, um, diamonds and octagons, because they also, they have a lot of perfectionistic qualities. Um, Octagons are so intuitive that they often know things that others don't pick up on. And so they can have some opinions too. Um, all of these shapes can be a little bit controlling at times, but they don't mean to be. They really have everybody and everything's best interest at heart. They just like learning and teaching and ideas and things to be right. The problem you've got to recognize is it's, it can harm relationships a lot. 
We can. And I've, I've experienced this, Kim, and it's just something I still carry a little bit of shame around. So I'm still constantly working through it. Now, as you know, I'm kind of a bit, a bit alternative and hippie. One of those in America, you call it the granola, crunchy mums, right? And my kids are now seven and almost 10. But back in the day, I had two home water births and was very conscious about my um, breastfeeding or nursing choices. And I baby wore. And I mean, I still own more Birkenstocks than anything else, right? It's, it's part of my essence of who I am. And going into that motherhood journey for me in that stage of my life, I was so passionate about the reasons and the choices I was making for my family and and I would I was not necessarily trying to be on a soapbox, but I think in social interactions I would come across like that because I was passionate. Oh yeah, I I and and you know what, all of us do that about things we're really passionate about. We just have to watch how our passion is affecting the people around us. So a big part of yeah, it is, and it's so it. about being mindful, watching yourself, being aware. Um, And thinking before you speak, I mean, ultimately, is someone actually asking you how you feel and what your experience is, or are you just ready to go in there because you're just so excited, you know, and is it always appropriate? And when we're talking about things like breastfeeding and and birthing babies, not all women that I found, you know, and this, this is why I still carry a little shame, is that through my passion, I was wrongfully and unintentionally making other women around me feel less than me because they had not had a similar easy process because a lot of women struggle with nursing and they don't have the births that they want to. And and so I was actually creating and stirring up a lot of fear of failure for them unintentionally. So that awareness that you're talking about and being mindful and, and watching before you say something, these are the little uh, soft skill pieces that we need in all of our relationships. Okay, so if you're listening today and you think you might be one of these people that's a little bit opinionated, I want to give you a tip, a tool today that's going to change your life. Okay, and it's so simple. Every time you feel the urge to tell a story or give advice or make a suggestion, I want you to pause and ask permission to do that first. So this, what this looks like is, hey, Nicole, would you be open to some ideas on how you might be able to do that better? Or do you want me to stay out of it and just let you do your thing? And Nicole has to actually answer and, and honestly tell me, okay, yeah, I would like to hear your advice. I could use some help or no, I think I've got it. And we have to wait for that. And these permission questions have to be honestly giving this person space to say no that they don't want to hear it. So it's got to really respect and honor that other person as you're asking permission to share. And if you don't have permission and they say no, you have to walk away. And and you'll find just that one tweak, just that one tool, if you'll really start doing it, will repair a lot of the relationship damage that some of your opinions might have done in the past. Mm, Such great advice. Love it. Now, actually, we had another one when you talked about thinking before you speak. Um, This is the whole problem, that our mouths start moving before our brains have really thought through whether we should say something, right? It's the whole problem. Yeah. And so in that moment, I like to say, is it necessary? Is it actually necessary that I would have something to say and that I fill the space here? Or is it actually a more loving thing to continue to just listen and hold the space for other people? Yeah. Actually, if you take the word think and you're going to think before you speak, I'm going to give you a, a word for each letter in, that, in the word think. So ask yourself first, is this true? Make sure what you're going to say is really true and it's not gossip, right? Uh, the H is for helpful. Is it really going to make a difference to someone else or do you just like to tell the story? Mm -hmm. The I is inspiring. The N is necessary, like you mentioned. And the last one, K, is kind. And and to me, kind is also unselfish. It's it's about them. It's not all about you. Kindness isn't all about you. (laughs) So 
if we could just stop before we say anything and make sure, is this really, really necessary? And is it kind and respectful and helpful to the other person? Or do I just like to tell it? Make sense? Love it. Absolutely love it. And then the other, the final piece before we move on to this second bad behavior that we really wanted to focus on today is that are you in a position where you can feel the ideas and, and accept or at least be open to the ideas of others? Because unfortunately, when we are very opinionated and we go out there and give unsolicited advice or you know we feel strongly about something, we cast that other person as being wrong, which means we are actually in judgment. So we have to get back to what that idea that we, we talked about in the first segment of today's show, which is we all have the same value. The 12 shades have the same value. There's no better and there's no less. So I really use the words in my home around this and say, you know what? I There is no right or wrong. We celebrate diversity. It is just great and healthy for us all to be different. And when we give that to everyone and practice in every moment and even when we're hearing something that we don't agree with, we can step in that place and go, you know what, I'm going to give up the judgment. I'm going to give this to that person that, you know what, it's not right or wrong. We're just different. And different's great. Oh, love that. Okay, so we've given you some tips if you happen to be somebody that's too opinionated. Let's talk about another common bad behavior that we hear a lot about. And I actually got a letter from one of our listeners on this. This person said, my family thinks I get offended and defensive too easily. And I admit I may be a little sensitive to feeling insulted, but of course I'm not going to let people walk on me or hurt my feelings without saying anything. And if people do or say things that hurt me, I'm not going to just ignore it. But they say that they walk on eggshells around me and they're always afraid of offending me and that it's hurting my relationships. Could you guys give me some advice on this? So let me just first say, again, there's a lot of shapes that struggle a bit, isn't there, Nicole, with with being easily offended with others? Which would they be? So octagons can also can be offended. The the crosses, the rectangles, the squares, the rhombuses, even the stars can be more sensitive, and I would say hypersensitive to uh, to being offended. And let's just say and put that out there that also this is you know as you're reading that letter from one of our listeners, I'm thinking, well, that's like every teenager that I've ever worked with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So this is shapes and it's also age and stage. So this is a really important life skill that we need to get on top of. We've got to have the skills. Now, I just want to say there's a lot of other shapes like the arrows in you and me that get, uh, that get criticized and, and are overly sensitive to being criticized. But what we're really talking about with this bad behavior today is I get mad at people easy. I get, I, I can be bothered with what they do and, and literally be offended or mad at other people really easy. So we just want you to step back today again. Is there any chance that you might have a short fuse that you're quick to see offenses, insults, or, or someone taking from you? And that that might happen a lot in your home or at work. Now, a lot of this behavior, Kim, is actually tied to a subconscious victim mentality. Now, you might be listening to this this morning and saying, I'm not a victim. I don't have a victim story. I'm not in a victim mentality. No, I'm talking subconscious. Or there's the other people who subconsciously say, well, you know what? I'm not going to be taken advantage of. So therefore, they're quick to be hypersensitive to actually defend themselves. These are the two things on a subconscious level that actually drives a lot of this stuff. So in this, when, if, when this comes up for you and in other relationships, we've got to take some action. The first one is we've got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Now, most of the people in our life, Kim, they want the best for us. They're loving. They're not trying to harm us in any way. But all of us have moments of selfishness and really a lot of people's behavior can affect us. So we have to be open-minded and see things accurately. Maybe they're having a bad day. They're probably not intentionally meaning to harm you. But ultimately, very quickly, it can turn into this storm of conflict because 
of selfishness because of fear. So be open to just letting that one go to the keeper. That's what we say in Australia about cricket, right? Let that one go to the keeper. Let the offences go because if it's coming from someone, they're probably more scared than they are ill-meaning or mean. You know, I can remember having this exact conversation um, years ago with my my ex-spouse and and saying, you, do you know who I am that I'm trying to do my best to show up in this relationship in a, in a loving way and to give to the people in my life? Could you give me the benefit of the doubt that if I screw up, it's usually unintentional, oblivious selfishness driven by fear, right? In that moment that I behaved bad, I, I'm so in fear that it drove that bad behavior, but it's, it's never my intention to hurt the people in my life. And I think that's good for all of us to recognize that other people's bad behavior, even if it's an attack, even if it feels like it's about you, it usually isn't about you. And that kind of leads us to the second tip for this section is don't don't take this stuff so personally. It's not about you. Bad behavior is always about their fears about themselves. That's why pe- people hurt you when they're hurting and when they're scared and, and that that fear makes them turn inward and get selfish. And the more that you recognize that, the more bulletproof you can become. I love that, but it's not easy to do Kim. And so I actually really love to remind myself of Don Miguel's Ruiz. Is that how I say it? Ruiz book Um, Uh agreements, which is really about making things more around love, right? So taking things personally is actually the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything's about me. So that's where that storm starts that we're talking about before is that I get offended because you're offended and before you know it, then you're offended because if I'm a trend, before you know it, you're several hours down the track and you're thinking, what even started this, right? (laughs) So we have to get to a point where we're going to choose to show up for the other person even if they don't deserve it in that moment or even if you could easily get offended just give them one right we're allowed to have quirks we're allowed to wake up and be grumpy and honorary don't make it about you now let me give you a little story okay there was a day when I I had had quite a day and my house was a mess and my husband got home from work and he was kind of grumpy at the time and he made a snappy comment about the mess and I got I could feel that whole ego unbalanced part of me want to be offended. But I quickly realized chances are that he was having fear of loss or fear of failure issues at work. And he's in a state, he's in the unbalanced state. So instead of taking that personally and being mad and offended, what he needed was for me to say, are you okay? What yeah. happened at work today? Yes. Which completely changed the situation because I didn't make it about me. Now I'm not always that good at doing that. But when we can, that is the secret, right? Absolutely. Kim, we have to take another break, um, but we'll be back to give you more tips on how to be bulletproof and what to do to make sure you're not the problem in your relationship. Stay with us today here on Relationship Radio. You're with Nicole and Kim. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at 12shapes.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim. Are you the problem in your relationship? If you've been listening today to today's show so far, we're giving you all the tips on how to make sure you're not projecting onto other people. Kim, let's get back into it. Well, Nicole, I just want to mention before we jump back into into more tips and tools, um, one of the problems that we've had running our business, and I hear complaints from our assistant, Tiffany, all the time, is she's got all these people that call that want to do some one-on-one coaching with you and me. And when they find out how expensive it is, everybody's disappointed. And and Tiffany has felt so bad that we didn't have a more affordable option And I just want to make sure everybody is hearing this today, that that is why we started the Inner Circle Coaching Program, is we were finding a solution that anyone could afford. And literally $29 a month, I don't think there's anybody that can't afford $29 a month. And you literally can be on a coaching call with us every week and get specific answers to questions that you're having and and trouble that you're having in your life. And on top of that, The weekly pump up with these principles, getting you back on track, helps you stay in a balanced state. All of our clients say it's the meeting with you every week that is really making all the difference. And so when when we are able to provide that at that low price, it's a no-brainer. If you haven't heard about the Inner Circle, we want you to go to 12shapes.com and look at all of the the resources. I mean, not only do you get these coaching calls with us, but you get access to a huge vault of resources that no one else gets. So if, if you know today that, yeah, I am kind of the problem in one of my relationships and I'm going to need help. We want you to we want to invite you to really come and join us because we know that that will make a big difference and help you fix those those issues. Awesome. Hey, Kim, on these inner circle calls every week, we hear from um, men and women from all around the world because we have people from every country, you know, available to get on these calls with us um, because they're all recorded and, and done virtually. But we, we hear a lot about this victim mentality and how they don't want to be in this victim mentality and they don't know how to get out of it because they've recognized it from listening to the show and now it's it's a matter of well I don't want to be this person so what what's your advice for those people who are really struggling in their relationship to with a victim story or they they've got a lot of victim behavior okay so the first thing i want you to do is sit down and make a list of what is your victim story giving you because there's benefits to it. And that's why you've held on to this behavior for a while. And, and some of the things that might be on your list would be, it earns me sympathy love. It, it earns some pity and, and sympathy from people around me. And, and that's really true. Sometimes people really let you know they love you when, when you're down and things are bad. The problem is it, it doesn't earn you their respect. And, and there's a lot of other little benefits in the victim story that, that keep us stuck there. But I also want you to make a list of what letting go of your victim story and becoming a strong, wise, mature person instead, what that would give you. Mm. And let me tell you, it, it's a no-brainer that that's who you want to be. You want people to see you as strong, wise, mature, and loving. That the respect that that comes from people in your life, the the amount that they feel safer with you, the quality of your relationships, all of that will be so much higher if you, if you can choose to let this victim story go. Now, one of the principles that we teach that really helps you pull out of that is the principle of seeing life as a classroom. Nicole, do you want to kind of explain when you see life that way that it, that it's for you, not to you? Yes, this, I have to tell you, has been such a turning point in my life, um, understanding this principle and not just understanding it intellectually, but actually putting it in in, in practice and in place. Now, if you're a person who 
uh, is struggling in, in your relationships and you're feeling stuck in your life and you're not where you want to be and you're not happy, it, it, there's a lot of resistance there. And, and ultimately you might have a few thoughts and feelings about how it shouldn't be like this. I should not be in this place with this set of circumstances and I've been hard done by or somebody did this to me. And whether you got there on your own or you feel someone else got you there, it can create this victim mentality. And so we're, we're talking about bad behaviors that show up in all of us. And one of one of the behaviors that I, Nicole, I think every single shape has a tendency to to do projection. Don't you think? I can't think of a single shape that wouldn't. Yeah. Now projection is ultimately when it's a defensive mechanism. It's when we protect ourselves from pain. So you can relate to that as you're listening to the show today going, yeah, I've done that. Now what it does is it makes us unteachable and, and unmoldable to be open to the lessons and why this is actually here. And that's why it's damaging. Now, Kim, we have a really valuable, um, you know, resource on our website, this You Spot It, You Got It worksheet. Do you want to talk through that and this whole Spot It, You Got It principle that we teach our coaching clients? Yeah, because a lot of them are a little bit confused about projection and what it looks like. And it's basically a subconscious tendency to see our faults in other people. And it happens so subconsciously that it can be very difficult for people to recognize and become aware of. Um, So I'll give you an example. Over the years, we've had a lot of couples come to us for coaching. And one of them is extremely suspicious that their spouse is going to cheat. And they're constantly checking up on them and accusing them of having a wandering eye or being unfaithful. And this other spouse is like, that's not me. I'm not like that. I don't know why you see that in me. And the reality is at the end of the day that the other spouse also has a wandering eye and thinks about cheating on occasion. And because he's actually there, he assumes his wife would be there too. So he kind of projects that onto her. Now, I will tell you one that I have done myself. I would get so bothered driving in a car with someone if they text while they drive. And it drives me crazy to have people do that. But Nicole, I do it on occasion. And every time I do it, I beat myself up and I know I shouldn't. And I feel terribly guilty about it. But I know I do it. And and that's exactly why it bothers me and other people that they shouldn't be doing it either. So I, I'm, I'm giving a very generic example, but we all have a tendency to see our own faults on other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's talk about for a minute how this is relevant to the 12 shapes before we have to finish the show today. Now, the 12 shapes gives you 12 different types of people and, and ultimately we all value different things. So learning about who it is that you are in relationship and learning about yourself gives you an opportunity about what is most important to you and what it is that you value, which means you're more likely to project what you value onto other people. So I can't help but live through an arrow lens. Now, Kim and I met in India. We had five wild, fun, amazing days in India together. And then I packed up my life and I moved six weeks later to India, uh, to, to America rather, with four suitcases and two kids. And people say, are you crazy? No. What it was, was that I just knew because she saw the world in exactly the same way that I did, because she's an arrow, through her arrow lens, we had the same value. So it was an easy decision to make. So this can work for you, but it also works against you. It can make you unteachable because you see things through your lens and you go, yep, everyone else is wrong. And if you've got nothing else from the show today, what we've really talked about with you, be, are you the problem in your relationship is are you willing to do the work to be open-minded enough to be teachable, to actually realize that we're all, all allowed to be different. Diversity is wonderful. There's no such thing as right and wrong. There's only different. That really is the core principle of the 12 shapes and everything we teach. And it's it's not necessarily easy to get it into your conscious mind. It's got to be something that you practice. And that's why we're so excited that our listeners are with us every week. Because if you're being reminded of these principles every single week, it's going to be easier and easier for you to really adopt them and internalize them and make them the way you see the world. And it will happen, even if you're not feeling it yet. 
the more that you hear it over and over and over, the more it will sink in and you're going to get there. So think about the show today. I think this is going to be um, a, a one that people listen to over and over again, Kim. When things are getting bogged down in your relationship or you're having conflict or you're offended or you're having some unbalanced behavior, come back to this show as a resource and continue to ask yourself, am I giving unsolicited advice? Do I project onto other people? Am I the expert on everything? Do I have an agenda? What am I like as a listener? We've covered all of that in today's show and I don't think that we can any of us can be reminded enough of this material. Yeah. And let's have everybody definitely go to 12shapes.com and go to our worksheets. We've got two today that really go with the show. The first is, are you the problem in the relationship? And then the, you spot it, you got it worksheet, which is mind blowing to fill out about someone who bothers you that you tend to be a judgment of because you're going to have to write down everything they do that bothers you. And then you're going to have to flip those things and write them as if you do them and really have to look and and own some of your bad behavior. Guys, we hope that, that we've given you a safe space to go here today, though, and look at some of your bad behavior, but know that you still have the same value as everybody else on the planet, no matter how much you're struggling with that bad behavior your value is safe. We hope you're hearing that. Yeah, such an important thing. And make sure you know the shapes of everyone in your life. So go to 12shapes.com, have everyone do the assessment, and then start working on every single one of these relationships. Hey, this has been a fun show, but we've got to go. Um, So thanks so much for being with us here on Relationship Radio. Tune again next week for more skills and tools to know better and do better. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but will join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.